Welcome back to the Surreal Reel, the best collection of weird, bizarre, and you might even say surreal news. I'm your host, Josh. Okay, so the first story tonight is one that has been pretty popular all over the internet, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. And that is from the rapper Little Nas X selling what he calls his Satan shoes. So these are basically just Nike um nike shoes that he has um put like a pentagram on and has allegedly put one drop of blood in every pair of the his um his satan shoes thing is is that the shoes were not officially licensed by nike and now the nike company is claiming trademark violations on the new satan shoes so it first started off with nike saying like you can't do that you gotta you know you can't use basically rebrand our shoes as your own but now they're going one step further and actually putting a restraining order against little nas x satan shoes blocking all sales so now little nas x will not even be able to sell the shoes at all and i think it's kind of funny because they're not um I mean, there's nothing really that special looking about them. They just look like regular Nike shoes, basically, except with red soles and, like I said, the the pentagram hanging in the middle of them. I think I heard that they were selling for around $1,000 a pair, so they're about a fourth the price that a pair of Yeezus's will cost you. And, I mean, they're a little bit more distinctive looking than Kanye West Yeezus's. I mean, they like I said, they have the pentagram, but they're not like super noticeable. I don't know if I would pay a thousand dollars for them, but it's funny. I saw a, I saw somebody on Twitter or maybe it was Facebook. E- either way, somebody on social media say that, ask how come Nike isn't trying to sue Satan instead of little Nas X. And I replied, have you seen Satan's legal team? All the best lawyers go to hell. Now, if they were just okay lawyers and they die, some of them go to heaven. But all the the, the super, the, the best ones, they're all going straight to hell. So that's why nobody is trying to sue Satan. But I just think it's kind of funny. Um, you know, this has been really kicked up a lot of, a lot of attention on social media. This, so on this article from CBS News, uh, and they said we don't have any further, um, according to a spokesperson from Nike, Nike filed a trademark infringement and dilution complaint against MSCF, MSCHF today related to the Satan shoes. Nike told CBS News in a statement, we don't have any further details on pending legal matters. However, we can tell you we do have a relationship. We do not have a relationship with Little Nas X, our MSCF, MSC. HF. The Satan shoes were produced without Nike's approval or authorization, and Nike is no way in connection with this project. So, I mean, I don't really see how it's that much more of a different from the, you know, like people buying like t-shirts and then uh, putting their own like logos on them and stuff or buying, you know, like buying like plain t-shirts from a company and then dyeing them themselves or putting some kind of design themselves on and reselling them. And one kind of interesting thing that the article from CBS News says is that the price, oh, so 
I actually said that I thought the price was around $1,000. It's actually exactly $666. So, you know, it's a reference to 666. And the price is a reference to the biblical passage from Luke 10, 18, which which reads, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. So, yeah, I mean, it's... It's kind of reminiscent of like old 80s rock band who would try to do something kind of similar, try to be, you know, um, who would use like satanic imagery for shock value, like, you know, Motley Crue's, Motley Crue in the 80s, the drummer Tommy, um, Tommy Lee would have like a pentagram on the bass drum or stuff like that, or like Dio, which was another 80s band who did some similar stuff. So... I mean, it's kind of reminiscent of that. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, in some ways it's interesting that Little Nas X is, is kind of bringing that uh, kind of shock, um, I guess we should say, like, shock value thing back to his music. So I'm not really sure will the, where this will go, you know, but it's definitely, um, however you look at it, it's definitely created a lot of, I would say, a lot of good publicity for Little Nas X, I mean, um, you know, he was pretty popular before the shoes dropped, but with the shoes coming out and causing so much controversy, uh, not just because of the imagery of them, but also the trademark infringement stuff, it's created a lot of free, well, not necessarily free, but a lot of publicity for Little Nas X. So, all right, so let's go to... an. Our next story, which is also on the subject of people paying too much for stuff, are expensive luxury goods, as you might say. And according to CNN Business, the sales of Bentleys and Lamborghinis are booming right now because rich people are bored. So basically, according to this article, they were interviewing this guy who runs a luxury luxury car dealership selling, you know, like Bentleys, Lambos, and Bugattis. And he says that he's been in this business 40 years and he's never seen anything like this. So while your average person, when they get the $1,400 in their stimulus checks, they might go on Amazon and buy some stuff or you know, maybe get some expensive takeout. Rich people are dropping upwards of $100,000 on a new Lambo. You know, it's kind of, I don't know, I don't really see the appeal. Like, if you're not going, if you can't go to places and, like, show off your new luxury car, I don't really see the point of buying one. I mean, other than the, the thrill of being able to say that you own, you know, a new luxury car... So in the article, it goes on to talk about that apparently not all high-end automakers did so well last year. Uh, Rolls-Royce, for instance, said that their sales were down 26% compared to a record year in 2019. And prior to 2019 was their first full year of sales for the Rolls-Royce Cullinan SUV. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. One of the brand's most popular models. By contrast, in 2020, it says that Rolls-Royce factory saw making the ghost sedan for much of the year as preparation for the new design. So that could just be Rolls-Royce losing sales, not necessarily because of changes in the market. Uh, obviously, with most high-end luxury brand cars doing very well. But it sounds just like they were moving some of their products around, making some changes changes to their product line and that was for their main drop in sales so you know it's kind of seen um it's kind of become i think it's also somewhat 
kind of also changing in people's what kind of consumer wants because Rolls Royce I feel like Rolls Royce what happened in their brand is kind of like what happened at Cadillac it became kind of seen as like the luxury car of of older buyers and for younger buyers you, you know you might go out and get like a new BMW or a new Ferrari or something like that so I don't know if that's a factor in it but I think according to this article from CNN Business probably the main factor that is driving down the drop in Rolls-Royce sales is just changing of their product line and so talked about two stories that deal with luxury goods now we're going to a complete story that deals with the complete opposite so in California a construction worker finds two people living in a cave according to this article from ap in vallejo california construction workers were rebuilding a bridge in the san francisco bay area which is a very expensive place to live by the way on friday and found two people living in a cave dug into the embankment authorities say so you know san francisco has one of the highest cost of living of anywhere in the u.s besides maybe New York and around the D.C. area. And San Francisco also has a very high homeless population. And two reasons for that is, of course, because, like I said, the cost of living is very high. A lot of people cannot afford to own a home or rent an apartment in San Francisco. And also, it's pretty decent weather most of the year. So if you're going to be homeless anywhere, that's not really a bad place. So... Not saying that you would want to be homeless in San Francisco, just saying that if you had to choose, it's not the worst place. So the article says that they discovered the cave and about was about 20 feet long and 3 meters high. So high enough that you could stand up and walk in it. Well, no, 3 feet high. No, you can... Sorry. Um, 20 feet long and 3 feet high. I was thinking... I saw the, the 6... It also has it in the metric system, so it has six meters. So I saw six meters and thought that it was six feet high. No, so it was three feet high, so you'd have to crawl in it. But the people who discovered, the construction workers who found the people living in the cage, so they didn't want to call, that they called the police and fire department to make sure that they didn't injure anyone because they were excavating it. And it was, apparently the cave was kind of high up on an embankment. And so... Apparently there was a lot of stuff in the cave that there was like sleeping bags, backpacks, clothing, and other stuff, which, you know, isn't uncommon for people living outside somewhere. So it doesn't say in the story exactly what happened to the people found living in the cave. I assume they were relocated somewhere else in a safer location, Um, but you know, it was... It was a good thing that they were able to find them before they actually started excavating. So, all right. So our next story is a little bit more, a little bit more mellow, and it's about apparently Trinity College in Perth, Australia, bans mullet haircuts, labeling them unacceptable. So according to this article from news.com.au, an elite private boys' school in Perth has banned the iconic Australian haircut labeling it untidy and not acceptable so you know it's kind of funny um you think you you feel like the mullet is a truly american hairstyle like i don't personally know that many people with the party in the our business in the front party in the back hairstyle but i was surprised last year before last 
I took a trip to Ireland, and I was surprised at how many people I saw with the mullet hairstyle there. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, a large population of people in Ireland had a mullet hairstyle, but you don't think of, like, Europeans or people outside the U.S. as having a mullet, and to give you, like, a comparison, like, the week I was there, I probably saw, you know, like, maybe 12 people overall with a mullet haircut, but here in the U.S., I might have, you know, I might have seen, like, three people in the past 15 years with the mullet hairstyle, maybe one of them being Billy Ray Cyrus, so I don't know if you could count (laughs) that one, but yeah, but it was, it was just so unusual, and it also says, okay, so it also says in the article that it's not just mullets, it's also students are not prevented, are not permitted to have mullets, rat tails, god, how long has it been since anybody's seen a rat tail, that's extremely, like, mid to late 90s there, top knots, mohawks, extra long fringes or any uh, other non-conventional hair style cuts so i guess top no- i mean i guess that would also include the man bun even though those have kind of fallen out of style at this point it was kind of like i guess reached really reached their peak around 2018 and then i've, I've seen them kind of start to to fall out of fashion but yeah so apparently if you're going to the school in australia you, you gotta you have a mullet you have to chop it off or uh get it some other kind of hairstyle i wonder if long hair it doesn't say it's, it's weird because it doesn't say long hair in general is unacceptable just as a mullet so if you have like i don't know if you have long hair that's a little bit shorter in the front i don't know how they would like you know what distinguish that i mean distinguish that between you know a, a true mullet and just having hair that's kind of longer and cut a little bit shorter in the front but not the full not not like the full Billy Ray Cyrus effect going on. So, I don't know. And it's, you know, I mean, I'm not like a bunch of teenagers. You know, it's like if they want to try to have some distinction and grow a mullet out, it's like, you know, you might as well let them. But anyway, so on to our next story. And it's coming back to the U.S. So apparently a New Mexico man came back to his car from his shopping trip to find 15,000 bees in his car. According to this article from The Guardian, a man went shopping in New Mexico to return to a car filled with 15,000 honeybees, who apparently had gotten through a window opening while he spent 10 minutes buying groceries. Astonishingly, the man who was not named, according to the New York Times report, detailed his unexpected traveling companions, did not notice the sudden presence of a giant swarm of buzzing insects inside his vehicle until he was driving away. Well, can you imagine just, like, driving around and seeing, like, huge, just swarm of honeybees in the back of your car? Oh, you know, they have a... So they don't have a picture of the guy, but they have a picture of the car, and it's, like, an older like late 90s Buick so you know maybe it was uh was an older guy who was driving it and just didn't you know uh was was going in the store to get some Werther's or something came back and uh didn't realize that uh there were 15,000 bees in the back he was too busy driving on his way to to get to the early bird special at Country Cookin' So, apparently, it says in the article that the bees were swarming with a queen looking for a new home, and 
because they weren't in their normal home area, their norm, normal hive, they were more docile and easier easier to handle because they were not defending their turf. And the whole incident luckily passed largely without injury, but not entirely because one guy got stung on the lip and everyone was making fun of him the next morning. <laughs> Looked like he had uh, a little Botox or something. But speaking of Botox, it comes to the time in the podcast that I talk about the Florida Man episode that I for for this episode. So, speaking of lip fillers, police in Jacksonville detain a man posing as a doctor who drank four locos and champagne during consultations. So, says in this article from News 4 that a man was performing Botox treatments and has been arrested and charged with practicing or attempting to practice medicine without a medical license, according to the Jacksonville Sheriff's Department. So, not only was he doing the Botox without a license, but he was sitting there drinking the classic 7-Eleven cocktail, the Four Loco. So according to Director Mike Bruno with the Sheriff's Office, said that it was one of the most bizarre cases he'd come across in his career during a Wednesday afternoon news conference. So, yeah. This story kind of reminds me of another Florida Man news story from a while ago. I think this was this came out like over a year ago. But there was a story about a 17-year-old kid pretending to be a licensed gynecologist in Florida. And they showed, like, a picture of him. And apparently the, what's even better is the kid went by the name Dr. Love, the gynecologist, and would just pretend, you know, I mean, started an office and everything, got, you know, got a lab coat and went around pretending to be a, a licensed doctor until the local police department did a sting operation where they got him for practicing for uh not only uh not being a doctor but also (laughs) pretending to be a doctor while he was under 18 years old so i don't know you know how you much you can compare that to a guy doing kind of the same thing but also drinking four locos i mean at least the 17 year old even though he he you know i mean you saw a picture of him and you're like all right this guy is definitely too young to be a doctor but at least he was not drinking four locos during any of his consultations or if he was they haven't said anything about it so i think he did a little bit better job of impersonating a doctor than this botox guy but anyway so that does it for this episode of the surreal reel thank you for listening and as always be sure to check back soon for some more episodes